You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hello and welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm sitting in today for Pastor Dan, and uh, it's my honor to be able to open up the Word um, with you today. Thanks for uh, tuning in, being a part of our show. Thanks for being a faithful listener, for being out there on the other end of the radio waves or podcast or however you get these. Um, we are thankful that you're with us. We're thankful to be able to open up the Word of God. It's incredible that we have the—I just was thinking this morning, it's incredible that we have the story. Like, we have the story already told that we can dig into on a regular basis and uh, let it, you know, get on the inside of us. When it does, it'll transform us. And so we're hopeful that you are being transformed by the Word of God on a daily basis. And uh, in the studio with me today, I have uh, Pastor Christian Hurston across the table. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Excited to be here and get into the Word. Always fun to get to hang out with my boy, Brian Moore. It's Let's fun. go. We yeah. get to do it together. And yeah. we got Nick over here uh, doing this thing. Ayo. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do over there? I don't know. I kind of just wing it and look like I know what I'm doing. Hey, good work. Thanks so, for doing that. Making it sound good. <laughs> Getting paid the big bucks to wing it and make it happen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nice, and I, hey, no, I, I believe it. It's cool. It's cool. I'm all right with it. As long as it works, we working. Yeah. Let's go. As long as, it, as long as it's happening, let's keep it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for being out there. I'm gonna kick it over, to Christian. How tell people how to do this? How yeah. to get on board? Where Easiest we're at, way to stay on. connected really is through the East Coast app. You can search on the Google or the Apple Play Store and Google Play Store and just search the words East Coast app. You'll see it out there, or go to our website E C cc.us that's e triple c.us and you can go there for info events past sermons morning breath episodes anything that we ever talk about we're going to have it on the website you can also follow us on social on facebook instagram or youtube just search for east coast christian center or if you prefer you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060 and we'd be honored to email or even mail out a morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about east coast yeah, we just started a new book of the Bible yesterday, yeah. and uh, we're we're going to be in Luke for a bit. We're we're uh, you know we're just getting started here in Luke. We're in Luke chapter two today. Uh, we do have a couple other things before we get into the into the uh, the Word together. We've got a couple of things going on this summer. We got kids camp. Yeah, uh, for your I think it's second grade through sixth grade. Yep, through graduated so, sixth graders. Yep, we have uh, we would love to. Hang out with your kids. We have a kids camp happening out at our Cocoa campus in West Cocoa, out there off of Friday Road. 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday yeah. through Friday, and uh, it's $99 for your first child, 75 for the second, and free after that. So, That's incredible. I know. I was saying yesterday that we got um, we got four kids, yeah. so this would have been a this would have been a nice blessing for our third and fourth kid at least. Absolutely. I don't know if it would all fit together though. Second through six, it's hard to have a I lot know. of kids to in have the same them all at the same space, time. So, yeah. But if you got it, if you got twins or triplets or you yeah. know quads or I don't know anyone who has quads or triplets, but a couple of twins families, if uh, if that be, be the cool. case. Um, we'd love to help you with that and offset the cost. June 6th through the 10th, get all the information on our website or on our app. Also, we got youth conference coming Come up. Come on. TNT Youth Conference is awesome. That's July 11th through 13th, and the general admission price is two forty-five. The prices are going to go up after June 1st, and that's for the, the the normal conference. But we also have an extra event for you where the students can stay in a hotel out in Cocoa Beach and get kind of the overnight, maybe not as much sleep, you know, uh, all-in experience. That's for four seventy-five, which is still less than what our summer camp would cost historically because there's a lot going on. And so we're going to have KB, who's one of the biggest Christian hip-hop artists in the world there. We're going to Aquatica. We've got incredible teaching, the Word of God, life change. It's going to be awesome. So get your teenager there. Or if you know of someone with a teenager, tell them about it. I might be uh, I might be wrong on this, but I think the coolest part of camp is the community part of it. Yeah. Where kids get to hang out with their friends. Yep. 
and do it in a quote-unquote safe environment where they're getting taught the Word of God. And as one grows and they grow together, yeah. some pretty awesome relational things can sure. happen and uh, encouragement and accountability for years to come. Hey, remember that time we were at camp together and I'm blah, sorry. blah, blah? That part of the whole thing is priceless. Yeah. Um, I mean, Aquatica is great and KB is going to be incredible. But, dude, that uh, the community feel Doing of being together. able to have yeah. life around some people who are going in the same direction and in different places in their hunger and thirst for God, but they're all doing it together and getting the same message and actually growing. And uh, we're going to have some incredible teaching those um, those few nights as well. So um, get your teenager. That's uh, in going 7th through graduating 12th. Yep. Cool. I got four going to that. Come on. All four of mine are that's in, that, cool. in that window this yeah, year. Yeah, I'll have three of them. That's, it's neat when they all fall cool. into that same time frame. That's cool. I should, like, leave town or something. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. You're going to be teaching sometime. I don't know. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get into Luke chapter 2. And uh, we got, I think it's 52 verses. Yeah. So. Uh, you're going to get me started. I'm going to read through 26. I'm in the New American Standard Bible. Oh. Yep. Yeah, NLT for me. All right, let's go. Get All me right. started. I must say unto you, read, sir. All right. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them in heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has, has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known to, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. And when eight days had passed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. 
Verse 27, that day the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the, to the Lord, as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms, praising God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is the light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of the people of Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when she had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. There the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom, and God's favor was on him. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But didn't you, but why did you need to search? He said, didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. Amen. Amen. Well, here we are. We got the story of Jesus. This is, uh, it's not Christmas right now. I know. We, yeah. read, we read this story frequently at Christmas time. Yeah. And uh, being that it is not Christmas, that it is, uh, you know, May the 3rd, we're like Christmas in May. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting to read this um, at a time outside of when we have Christmas trees and, um, you know, little figurines set up yeah. for, you know, for the nativity and such. Uh, but for me, I a, a couple of things stuck out to me that I, um, I've i just been kind of in this space of like talking and um, sharing testimony and the power of a testimony, the power of what, you know, God does in, in agreement and what God does in confirming his word and um, shared a little bit of that yesterday. I, I just really like this um, verse 17. It says, when they had seen this, they made known the statement which they'd been told um, about this child. And this is the shepherds who showed up, you know, to the to the where Jesus and you know where Mary and Joseph are with the baby, and they go, "Hey, we've been told of this." They, could you imagine the yeah. encouragement that that would have been to Mary, yeah. of like, "Hey, this you know God just continues to confirm this." You know whether it was you know in the pregnancy that we read about yesterday, and you know becoming pregnant, and having Elizabeth nearby, but now now God sends shepherds to the moment, right? Yeah. I mean, on one level, it's like messy. It's like, "Whoa, I just gave birth!" Like I, you know, I know Give from me a little space. Yeah, I know from like coming home, quote unquote, from the hospital, or even being at the hospital, I'm um, having given birth, and you know all that it means. They try traveled, they'd done a lot of things, and then boom, you know, she's, she's having a baby, and here comes some 
random dudes um, from the fields, right? Like shepherds were not, you know, high class, you know, no. you know, this, these are people who've been out Outcast. working and been out in the, out in society and these guys are just showing up. And, um, but what they showed up with was such a, such a strong word and such a confirmation for them, I'm sure. And what an encouragement that would be, you know, it says Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. I and, love that. you know, that's, it's interesting to me that, you know, it can probably confirm something or hopefully confirm something in her, but she didn't just like, it wasn't, it wasn't that startling probably to her. Like we would read this and go, man, wouldn't you've been startled. These guys just showed up, you know, but in, in reality, because God had spoken so strongly to her um, previous to this and that somebody would come and go, Hey, you know, God brought us here. It would probably wouldn't be that alarming to her, yeah. you know? And I think that that is some of the normalcy that we even as believers, that we shouldn't be shocked when God shows up. Like when God sends somebody with a word for you, yeah. um, it shouldn't be that shocking yep. to us. Um, it, it is shocking because we feel like it's, you know, from dot to dot and like we're trying mm-hmm. to connect these dots a lot of times, but that God would be, you know, in, interested in our story enough to speak to us, to use people um, in our lives and around our lives and even complete strangers. It's, it's happened to me before in, yep. my, in my life where somebody says something, I'm like, man, how did they know? Like, how did that happen? And not even like this this great prophet or man or yeah. woman of God. This is an average, you know, citizen and yeah. maybe below average, quote unquote, yeah. you know, that where the shepherd was not the, you know, the prophet that, you know, when we see, you know, Anna and Simeon, Anna is spoken of as a prophetess in the, in the mm-hmm. scripture here, right? And so there was something different, you know, it's devout people, you know, like living in the know, temple. Yeah. Like yeah. hanging out there and haven't been there for years. You know, this is not that this is yeah. the shepherd who, who probably was so unclean. He could never go potentially to yeah. the temple. Like these guys were out on the outskirts. The only reason they would ever come would maybe to sell things on the edge of, you know, yeah. that space. And Provide so, a, a lamb or something of yeah. all the people that would come and speak to them. I just, I just love that when we pick up our Bible, we see stories of average people mm-hmm. below average, above average and everywhere in between God using God speaking through and bringing a confirming word, which yeah. is awesome. I love that. And just the, the visual of Mary is even though she had an angel appear to her of all yeah. things and she says, be it unto me, you know, yeah. your servant, is that she still had these confirming words. Exactly what you're saying is that you out there listening on podcast or radio might have gotten a word from God. And maybe I know a lot of us in our early walk with Christ, whatever that looks like for you, may have dug in deeper, maybe gotten a word, gotten excited, written in a journal, but maybe it's been a little bit or not since you've gotten that. But God wants to still speak to you today and still confirm that thing, which his promises are irrevocable, is what the Bible says, is that he's got a call on your life. And if you've not taken the time to hear what he has to say, spend some time this week, get in there. Like we're in the middle of Luke. God can speak to you in these verses and have it leap off the page and to remind you, swear exactly what you said. It was an angel. Then it was the shepherds. Then it was Simeon. Then it was Anna, like over and over again. And they continue to have these things confirm the word that's there. And that's where the Bible complements itself too, is you see these things all layered. And I I love this verse is, I I can't get past that. I had to go to the New King James because that's what I memorized most of my favorite scriptures in is verse 49 says, and he said to them, why did you seek for me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And I looked at a couple of different translations, but I just love that is like, let me Christian be about my father's business. I don't want to be about Christian's business. I don't want to be about even just building East Coast Christian Center. I want to be building the big C church. I want to be building the my father's business and making sure that it's not some self-serving or some other interest that Jesus had it right in. Three days, he was gone. Like yeah. three days they were looking for him. I imagine they were pretty frustrated, but it said she went and she pondered all these things in her heart and she just was trying to take it all in. And then Jesus, verse 52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And that's something that I've spoken 
over myself and over others for a long time. It's like, Lord, let me grow in favor with God and favor with man and just know you more. It's This is a great chapter for getting just some practical things in our lives. Yeah, you know, uh, this idea that the his mother treasured all these things in her heart and, you know, she treasured in her heart as well or pondered in her heart, it says, um, yeah. um, when the shepherd showed up. You know, there's such wisdom in um, in even that statement. Like, I love that Luke adds that here, like yeah. that, that that's part of the story here, that when something happens that's a that's a meaningful moment um, or seemingly unmeaningful that we would actually ponder that thing in our heart before we just start blowing our mouth off about it <laughs> right? like think about the things that like how we react or how we respond or how we um, are so quick to just shout that thing out right mm-hmm. how about we like actually digest that thing and let meditate on it you know bit, actually yeah. let it let it echo around you know like I love that this show is a space where we can talk about our devotion time. But I also love that God speaks to me personally yeah. and that it's something in my heart that I could hang on to and I could let it let it simmer, if you will. Like let it sit in the crock pot for a bit, yeah. right? Like we don't need half cooked stuff coming out. Yeah. Like like I don't to be honest, God's testimonies are way better than I could give a half cooked testimony, yeah. if that makes sense. Like yep. let the thing actually play itself out. Let God do it and let him get the glory for it. Sometimes we want to shout about the half and I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, in the process be talking to people, you know, that that are maybe accountability, they're close with you, going, Man, yeah. I'm believing for this and would you stand with me and would you this or would you that? I'm not saying that. But I'm saying don't try to stretch some story beyond what it needs to be. God God will get credit in the you know, in the small yep. or in the big. And uh, sometimes that can be our our culture in the in the church as a whole is that we want to we're in a hurry to get that information out. Let's proclaim it. Yeah, and let's tell everybody about it. Yep. She's going, hey, I'm going to hold on to this a second. Like I'm just going to let this thing simmer, let it let it marinate in there. And here we are, two thousand years later. We know that she marinated on it, yeah. and we know the testimony too, yep. right? And so it's not like it didn't get out, like because she pondered it, because she, God still got the glory, still yep. got the credit, and I would. I would just say I think that is a way that we could actually grow in wisdom is to go, mm-hmm. let me process a yeah. little bit. Let me be a little slower to speak. Let me yeah. be a little bit, you know, if I don't know what she learned about, you know, the John the Baptist part of the story of mm-hmm. like, you know, dad was mute for a while. Like, yeah. I don't know if that if that had anything to do with, you know, yeah, she I mean, spent months with Elizabeth. Elizabeth right? was her cousin. They were close yeah. to see. They, yeah. they were close. And maybe yeah. some of this pondering things in her heart was that she didn't want to say the wrong thing, yeah. you know, and there was this fear component. Yeah. I'm not sure what all of that is, but I know that there is health in going, let's just not be so quick to just blurt it out, blow everything out there. Yeah. Right. Like, and there is value. I'm not. I'm not trying to minimize the power of the testimony because I think there is great value yeah. in the testimony. We there. overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. But timing is important. Jesus didn't always speak; he held his mouth. You yeah. know. Yeah. He told example. people to go. Hey, just like, just yeah. hey, just go and tell nobody. You don't need right? to say like, anything. Yeah. Because yeah. too many times, I and I think that nowadays there are so many ways to say things. Oh, uh, yeah. More ways to say things than ever before. Maybe yeah. um, our all of our voices are louder, and you know maybe maybe louder, I don't know, maybe more available to get out there. We'll yeah. just say that. They can just get it out there faster. Who's yeah. seeing it? Who's watching it? Who's hearing it? I don't even know half the time. But there's definitely stuff getting out faster than ever before. Yeah. And I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad thing to be able to just ponder. So cool. anyway, that stuck out to me. I like it. What, what else stuck out to Verse you? Verse 10 is really cool. So this is familiar Christmas passage, obviously. But just break it down. It says, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, and I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. So thinking about this aspect of the gospel means the good news. It's the good news of Jesus Christ, and that it's going to bring great joy. And if the 
this may poke somebody, but if the gospel you're sharing is not bringing great joy, (laughs) maybe you should reevaluate the gospel you're presenting because Jesus went around and healing all who are sick and, you know, bound up is that Jesus went and people had freedom. People got up and leapt off their mats. People even, you know, with with Peter and John, silver and gold have I none, but that which I have I give to you. The guy got up. And it's that's the kind of gospel that we're supposed to be presenting is I know that there is a gospel that could be very maybe um, sorrowful or it can be maybe bound up more in this idea of, you know, oh, wretched man that I am. But I want to look at what Jesus did. I'm going to look at his earthly ministry here for three and a half years when he went around preaching and living his life. And I'm going to see that example is that I want that good news to be full of great joy for people to be set free of their past so that we can walk into the future and discovering their purpose. And so it just stood out because it's something we've heard so many times, but sometimes you you can't see the forest for the trees because it's yep. a familiar passage. Yeah, you know, when Simeon when Simeon actually gets to experience um, what had been prophesied or been spoken to him about, you know, that he would live, um, you know, he would at least live to see the yeah. Messiah, right? Yeah. Like the, the thought of that, of like, what did he say? You know, in his thing, he says, from my eyes have seen your salvation. He's excited yeah. that, that it came to pass. Fired right? Like, up. There, there certainly should be a let's. There should be some joy in the experience with Jesus. Like it's not not always going to be heavy and hard and this mm-hmm. trudge and this grind. Now, is there a space to grind and to you know to walk through some stuff? Yeah. Certainly. But is there grace on it to do it with joy and that it would bring great joy? I, I think it should. Like think about if we look at the stories just in this one chapter of. You have you have Anna and Simeon who had waited a long time to see the Messiah, yeah. right? You've seen the shepherds getting spoken to and coming to the you know to the birth of of, of a Messiah. Like you, you, there are some exciting things, and many times, like you said, we we get into this like, oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that way. No. You don't have to stay in that place. Let's let's believe God for better than that. If, yeah, that's, for if sure. that's what you're walking through, let's let's believe God for some of these momentary yeah. exciting that can that can be something that sustains you for a long period for of time. Sure. Think about the testimony of that shepherd. He went back into the field. Yeah. He went back to work. He went back to do his thing. Yeah. But he had experienced something that he was going to tell people his about. Life that's what changed forever. He went out. It says the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told to them. Yeah. If you've ever experienced a moment where God has, to- has spoken to you, if something you know, to God be the glory. If something has ever jumped off a page at you through this radio show or through any other ministry moment or any quiet time anywhere, man, let's celebrate that. The God of the universe wants to do life with you, that he's yeah. speaking to you. He's talking to you. He's He's in the business of blessing your life, favor on your life. Yeah. He wants you to experience better than maybe just the normal trudge through life. Absolutely. The normal trudge through life, it's real. We have to do life and we have to do tasks and I got to mow my grass and I got to take out the trash and I got to do the things and they're not all exciting all the time. But you know what? God can do it with you. And if that could be an excitement that you get to actually do things together with the King of Kings, the creator of the universe came to the earth to show us how to do it and to do it with you. He left his spirit in you and in me to just be able to go the distance, to be able to, you know, be excited and to be able to treasure things in our heart. Let's treasure some of those things, some of those moments that we've had and have joy about that. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Well, all right. We um, Just in closing, I, I had an experience recently. I, I shared this um, in different spaces um, over the last few weeks, but I was over in Israel recently. I was able to be at the temple um, where... Literally, Jesus would have been brought to the temple. This wow. is what we're reading right now yeah. of like, you know, Mary and Joseph bringing him, and here's Anna and Simeon being there. And um, the actual space where Anna, you know, had waited 
it's questionable how long, but it's it's a number of years. Like the the length of time, it could be as many as um, we were talking at the break. It could have been as many as eighty years. Like she potentially could have been there. I mean, let's call it let's call it twenty years or ten years. Like I, I don't even know. Like she was there day and night. Ten like she, months. I mean, come on. Ten days. Like you know, <laughs> what am I willing to wait for? Yeah. Like what promise am I believing God for yeah. that it's just not come to pass yet? Mm-hmm. Simeon waited, believed God. And was willing in the in the space between hearing that it would come to pass and actually seeing it come to pass was faithful, was devout. Yeah. I want to be faithful. I want to be devout. I don't want to be like religious in the sense of rote religion. I want to actually be near to hearing the voice of God yeah. and be willing to wait because I know that all things are possible. I know that he's going to come through. I know that he's faithful. I know that he will. He's done it before. He'll do it again. But come can on. I have peace in the waiting? I would just encourage you today. You can have peace in the waiting. You might need some brothers and sisters to do it alongside. If that be the case, man, get involved in the local church. We'd love to have you at East Coast. We'd love to have you somewhere Come around some people where you can connect. This is a great show, but you know what? We're not face-to-face. We're not doing it together. Let's do life together. It's been a great show. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for being a part with us, Yeah, and uh, we'll see you soon. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.